0: the trigger at a close range and that's where I saw that she she makes sure that
1: she's killing her she was that man wanted to make sure that she's dead She is dead and I was just outside crying crying calling people calling people because I see this man I saw this man was killing was killing her that was Namtha's aunt, uh, Temagazi Mtoa, uh, re- reliving the moment her niece was gunned down as she arrived back home from work. Meanwhile, various political formations are planning on holding a march on Wednesday uh, to the local police station to demand that a suspect be arrested for the brutal murder of Namtha. And uh, gender activist and the director of the Kula Community Forum, uh, Petros Machola, uh, visited the family yesterday and joins us on the line now for a little bit of a further conversation on this matter mr majola thanks for your time welcome to updated noon
0: good afternoon uh, to you and the
1: listeners mr majola having worked on some um, of the most gruesome cases involving children and women abuse how would you describe this case of namthamtwa well,
0: I must say, uh, I know that in a few days ago, I was working with a child who was brutally raped and eyes were gouged out by the perpetrator. She was left blind. Uh, She's 15 years old. So she's starting a new life with no eyes. But now when I came across this one, especially the visuals that were uploaded on social media platforms, I was also moved uh, by the way in which Namsha was abused, physically, emotionally, and otherwise. But at the same time, I got so worried when I was told that she never opened any case with the police uh, while she was still alive. Because to us, it helps when one goes to the police and get a medical report which will be attached there. In the form of a completed J88, which would help when the matter comes to court to convince or to prove beyond reasonable doubt that there is a case against this particular person. But in this one, I was worried because she's been living for 17 years in a very abusive relationship, as it is alleged.
1: Mm. Uh, With regard to your visit to the family, how are they coping at this stage, Mr Majola? Um, Especially considering also the outrage that is being expressed by not just their community, but the country, and how are they taking that on board?
0: They they are not well. I have met with them. They they are not well. They are not in the stage of uh, uh, accepting what has happened to Namsha. However, they are so uh, happy to see South Africa coming together, joining efforts to fight for justice. Although all these efforts will not bring Namsha back, uh, but at least if a person who killed Namsha or who planned to have Namsha murdered, if that person can be arrested. But now it is not. It's not a very easy one. And I was also appealing to everyone to say that whatever that we're sharing on the social media platform can also assist whoever is the culprit in this case to build up the defense and say this is what people are saying and this is how we are going to respond. That is why i made an appeal to say people must take whatever evidence they have to the investigating officers. But the family is not well. But I was happy to see the political parties coming to meet with the family because the family was like saying as much as they appreciate the match that is planned for Wednesday, but if there is any memorandum or anything that will be handed over to whoever is in a position of authority, they want to see it, because it will also be talking about their deceased child. So every Thing is set now for Wednesday, and the family uh, seems to be supporting it, although they mentioned the fact that they will not be able to run in front of, uh, of, the, of, of the mourners or the people in the march, but they might remain at home, but for as long as they know what is in the memorandum but I must also say that they fear for their lives because they don't know if this person who gunned down Nausha will not come back and finish them. They mentioned that, but we hope that they are protected and police will offer. Uh, protection that they can do for them in order to, 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 to protect the aunt as well as Namsa's sister who's already uh, protected, because it was also mentioned in all media platforms that she is in a safe place.
1: Indeed, because um, the police have, in fact, uh, committed to having the best uh, men and women um, investing, investigating this uh, particular case, uh, Mr. Majola. So, as we know, the sister seems to have been afforded protection. But has anything been said to the rest of the family uh, from the police's side? Do you know, Mr. Majola, about protection for them?
0: I know that the provincial police were with them when I was there uh, yesterday. Um, I don't know what was the content of the discussion, but uh, they were together, and uh, we have spoken. I personally called the provincial commission, who also assured us of uh, the protection of the family, and especially of the the, the sister, who is already in the witness uh, witness protection. So we hope that uh, they were engaging last night, uh, the whole afternoon, apparently, until evening that they know how to protect them and definitely they cannot just dump them on the the road while they know that there is this case which has moved everyone in the country.
1: And with regard to suspects, uh, did you gather anything around that, Mr Majola? Are the police following up on any solid leads at this point?
0: The police, this is what we have said to people of South Africa that we should remain calm and allow the police to investigate the matter because remember, it was Namshla, and the bullets and it was at night. So no one has come forward to say I have seen that it was so and so. But now we were like uh, you know when something just happened, you look at who who is the last person that you had an argument with, who did you fight with? etc. But no one has come forward to say, to say, I have seen Petros Majola pulling the trigger. Now, when people write on the social media platforms to put pressure on the police, I don't think the police will be able to arrest someone because his name is all over the the social media platforms. But if there are some uh, state witnesses that come forward to say this is the evidence that I have, that evidence, when given to the investigating officer, it will assist the police to effect the arrest. Otherwise, now, if we write on social media platforms, the police cannot come to me and say, you're under arrest. We are charging you because there are some speculations around what you have done. But we don't have the evidence, not necessarily the evidence, but just a statement. So we call upon people of South Africa to say, if you have anything that could help the police to effect the arrest, please do come to police station and say, this is what I have, then we can start pointing fingers to the police and say, you don't act while the evidence has been provided.
1: Just the final one, Mr. Majola, with regard to the violence that we are seeing, and I don't want to conflate issues here. Um, we, When we talk about the violence uh, being perpetrated against women and children, um, there are many layers to this, but I have to ask, what is it about our men in
0: South Africa? Why are they so angry? Uh, I am trying to think if I should associate what is happening with anger. Uh, I, I don't know because I once asked if uh, the laws of the country can be reviewed. Because the constitution has been there since nineteen ninety-six. And Section 35 of that Constitution has been in existence since 1996. And I think it is the time now for people of South Africa to revisit the Constitution and see if it really worked for us all these years. Because to me, when you have committed any act of violence against a woman or a girl child, I still fail to understand why the state would provide you with a free legal representation. Remember that the, the the free legal representation in court is paid for by our taxes. Now if my child has been brutally raped and murdered or just raped or murdered or whatever type of crime committed, now I still have to take my own tax and pay for someone to be legally represented in court. Now, if we can look at that and also check if we are really doing well in terms of the correctional facilities in South Africa. Because people don't fear going to jail. Uh, They just say when they do it, I don't care, I can go to jail because I will be back soon. Mm. So when one is sentenced to 20 years imprisonment, that doesn't tell you straight away, that is not 20 years. It's just 20 years, otherwise it's 10 years. Otherwise, if I behave well, uh, the, the parole board could even consider a parole. Then I would come back in years. But now if we can revisit all those policies and the law, I think there could be a change. So that when the court starts imposing harsh standards, then people will begin to say, I don't want to spend all my life in jail. If we can't... I know this one is very difficult, but if one is raping our children and we will remove the genital that he is using, people will stop committing such crimes. If one is stealing and we remove a hand, no one will ever steal because no one wants to lose a hand. But I understand that it could be more of a violent uh, kind of a punishment. But South Africa needs to go to a referendum mm-hmm. and look at the constitution and see if it is still working.